Hello and welcome to another episode of the Scouting Report Podcast. My name is Brandon Ramsey and I am here once again, finally, to break down another Kentucky basketball opponent after a week off due to some coronavirus concerns within the program. We're finally getting back on the court tonight at Missouri. Uh, That game is scheduled for 7 o'clock on ESPN2. Um, As everybody that would be listening to this probably knows, um, leading up to Saturday's game against Texas as part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge, um, Kentucky was forced to postpone, most likely I would say cancel, that game due to a um, coronavirus issue amongst the program that kind of sounds like that was not a player. Um, However, they were uh, forced to go into a 48-hour pause um, on Friday of last week, which obviously uh, caused the game on Saturday to not happen. And then um, as we were continuing to go through some of the contact tracing, testing, what have it, um, the game from Missouri, which was originally scheduled to be on ESPN, on Tuesday night at 9 o'clock, um, that game had to be pushed back a day. Uh, therefore, we're playing it Wednesday evening now at 7 on ESPN2. But it's been, a, it's been a little bit of a layoff. I know everybody's probably anxious to get back on the court. Well, uh, actually, I think some of our fan base probably isn't really anxious to get back on the court. That's what happens when your team is 5-10. and 10. Uh, But I'm anxious to see the Cats get back out there and have another opportunity to compete against a really good team. Missouri is ranked 18th in the country right now. I think they've been as high as 12th, um, 12th overall this year, but they're 11-3. and three. They're 4-3 and three in the conference. Um, they started off the season with six straight wins, I believe, including a win over Oregon. They won on the road at Wichita State. They beat Illinois, who's playing really well right now. Um, and then, obviously, things have slowed down a little bit here in conference play. They lost to Tennessee. Um, and then they've also lost at Mississippi State and at Auburn. Um, so they've only w- lost one game in Columbia this year. Um, you know, everything's a little bit different uh, due to Corona, so the, you know, there's not necessarily that huge home court advantage in terms of having a raucous crowd or anything like that, especially when Kentucky c- comes to town. Uh, but still, they've been very good protecting their home court so far this year. Uh, they're coming off of a kind of a crazy game against TCU in their Big 12 SEC Challenge game. Um, they ended up winning 102 to 98. Uh, that game went to overtime and TCU was up 82 to 70 um, with just 414 or 441, excuse me, left to play in the game and Missouri came roaring back. They ended up um, obviously forcing overtime and then were able to to pull it out um, in the in the extra period, but both Xavier Pinson, a guard, and then their big man Jeremiah Tillman, that uh, they both went for career highs in that game. Pinson scored 36, Tillman scored 33. Um, so this is a team that's coming off of their first 100 point performance of the season. Um, yeah, they they have two guys that are coming off a of career high, so I'm sure they're going to be feeling confident and ready to come out and and put another win in the um, in the win column for their SEC standings. But Kentucky, um, you know, on the other hand, they are sitting at, at five and ten, as I said. They are four and four in the league so far. Um, and 
obviously did not play on Saturday due to the Texas game being moved. So their last game was last Tuesday when they lost at Alabama, 70-59. to Anybody that watched that game knows we had a chance to win it down to the end, let another one slip through our grasp. Um, so this is this is a big game for Kentucky to sort of set the tone um, for the for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, we have a long way to go before we even worry about a NCAA tournament resume. You know, it's probably going to take winning out. Maybe you can afford to lose one more game. So there's no sense in even talking about that at, the, at this point when you only have five wins going on a run like that isn't worth the time it would take to break all that down. But still, you just, I mean, you obviously want to start playing well for the incident or for the SEC tournament. But even beyond that, you, you just want to put a good product out, product out there on the court and, and try to continue to get better now heading into February. So I, I am anxious to see how Kentucky responds from having some time off, maybe getting to regroup a little bit internally, Sounds like Coach Cal's maybe put some different things in offensively. It'll be interesting to see um, what that may mean, but we'll find all that out uh, when the ball gets tipped tonight at 7 o'clock. But to start talking about Missouri specifically here a little bit, uh, before we before we dive into their personnel, a little bit of what they're going to do offensively. Uh, you know, the, They don't play super fast or anything. They're, they're, they're primarily a half-court. Uh, team, they're going to be a lot of four round one motion. Um, we'll talk about it more when we do dive into the personnel. But Jeremiah Tillman is an absolute load inside. He's been dominant here recently uh, in, in his last seven games. He's averaging something like 17 points and uh, pretty close to 10 rebounds, maybe even over that per game, shooting over 70% from the field in those last seven games. So he's really turn things up and is playing at an all SEC level right now as a, um, as a senior big man, he's, he's, a, he's just a load inside 6'10", 260 pounds. Um, and, and then they're getting excellent guard play from, from several different guys, uh, namely Xavier Pinson, um, and Drew Smith, who are both, both veterans in the, in the Tigers backcourt. Um, both of those guys are playing really well. They can, they can shoot the ball. They're really good drivers. They're both pretty aggressive. Um, especially Drew Smith is an excellent defender, um, but li- like I said, the, they're going to be a four-round motion team, four-round one motion team. There's not a ton of off-ball screening. They're setting a lot of random ball screens, trying to allow Drew Smith or Xavier Pinson to play off of those. Um, and and then they're really just looking, especially as I said recently here, those last seven games with with how well Jeremiah Tillman's played, they're looking to get the ball inside as much as possible and give him opportunities to score it around the basket. And they're just trying to. Uh, play with as much space as possible with that four round one and, and look for opportunities to throw it inside to him as he's sealing up on the block. Um, they do run a few set plays, especially to get the ball into Tillman. They run a cross screen down screen action um, that, that is obviously set up for, for him to get the ball on the block. Um, they have a, one of their favorite actions in the half court is kind of a down screen to hand off the They'll hit Tillman around the elbow. It almost looked like a uh, like a Princeton chin type of action, but they'll they'll hit Tillman at the elbow. The point guard will kind of cut over top of the ball towards the strong side corner, set a down screen for that guy coming out of the corner, and then Tillman will dribble into a handoff um, for that guy. If if he can't get it get it handed off, then he'll just hit um, the screener, who then will come off a ball screen set by Tillman. Um, as always, all these offensive clips. You can find on my Twitter throughout the day. 
as I'm breaking down the game there. That's at B Ramsey KSR on Twitter. Um, also, um, all my scouting report up um, in written form with videos and everything, breaking down their offense and some of their sets um, on KentuckySportsRadio.com um, in the early afternoon. So for a visual of some of what I'm talking about here, you can certainly um, follow me on Twitter, check all that out, or check out the website um, to to see the scouting report. They also run a few different horn sets. They have one that kind of looks like a flex action, but actually ends up kind of just turning off into another um, down screen to handoff. Uh, but they will run some different things out of horns. Um, but but first and foremost, that especially recently, like I said, they're doing a lot of ball screening, trying to get Pinson um, going downhill and, and then looking for opportunities to throw it inside to their big guy, Jeremiah Tillman. Um, so to dive into the personnel a little bit more here, um, number one, Xavier Pinson, he's their point guard. He is a 6'2", 170-pound junior currently averaging 15.1 points, 3.4 rebounds, and 3.4 assists per game. He's a very aggressive offensive player, really, really good with the ball in his hands. He's quick, does like to attack the basket off of the dribble. Um, He is definitely their most aggressive offensive player. He's not not the most efficient guy, though. He's shooting just over 40% from the field. He is 23 for 67 from three, which is 34.3%. Um, he shoots him from deep. He'll shoot him off the dribble, especially. So you have to get out there, break his rhythm with, while he's dribbling it, because he he will just kind of you know he'll be out there bouncing it, crossing over, and then just pull up. You have to be there to try to take those away and certainly give him a hard contest. Got to get over all the ball screens and handoffs um, because he will shoot behind off the dribble. He, he honestly seems to prefer to shoot off of the dribble as opposed to the catch. Um, so just something to know. Like I said, break his rhythm, be tight to him, make sure you're taking away those threes that he can dribble into really wants to drive it right as he's going to the basket. We need to be ready to switch the ball screens anytime that we have to, just in order to stay between him and the basket. Um, a lot of games I talk about just, I would just switch them no matter what uh, in this game. I would, I would like to try to give a good hedge, probably get these guys moving away from the basket and allow us to recover so that we don't have to have um, anybody besides our big man, um, guarding Jeremiah Tillman as he rolls to the basket. Uh, that, that certainly doesn't, you know, I would say anybody can guard anybody for a possession. So if if and when you do need to switch, certainly switch it. We can bring help, which we're going to be doing anyway once Tillman catches the ball around the basket. But just don't, um, you know, try to give it a good hedge, try to not have to switch. Uh, but it, it's always an option and it's always there um, if we if we do need to, because first and foremost, we want to stay between our man in the basket and keep a guy on a guy. Um, but Pinson really, really likes to shoot the pull-ups, especially when he's going to his left. He will get to the basket more going right. I just need to take away the threes from him. Don't let him get to the all the way to the rim and shoot layups. He's, he's, he's too quick, too good to, to let him get going downhill. That's why we need to stay between him and the basket. Next, you have number 12, Drew Smith. Um, he is a 6'3", 203-pound guard. He's a redshirt senior. Had a really good career over the years for Missouri. He's one of the best individual defenders in the conference. Uh, certainly a, a contender for SEC Defensive Player of the Year, averaging uh, nearly two two steals per game. Um, just excellent on the ball. He'll really hound you. Uh, but he's a good shooter, averaging 13 points, 3.4 rebounds, and about 3.1 assists per game. He will also handle the ball a lot when he's in there, so he'll bring the ball up the court some, along with Pinson has the ball in his hands a lot. Also likes to play off the ball screens. 
like I said, good shooter. He's more of a catch-and-shoot guy than Pinson is, so just be out there, be tight to him, take away the catch-and-shoot threes, 38% from deep. Aggressive driver, really likes to drive it right. Shoots the pull-ups also, so you got to be ready to contest those. Um, got to play with your hands up as you're giving ground, going towards the basket, because he, he does like to shoot the floater. Uh, he's strong and physical, so he'll kind of try to initiate some contact and finish it through your chest. Uh, so just have your hands straight up, be ready to jump, be vertical uh, to make him score over you with you between him and the basket. Then you have number four, um, Javon Pickett. He started the last game. Um, this was actually the first switch in starting lineups that Missouri has had all season. They had started the same five for their first 13 games, uh, finally made the switch, uh, subbing in Javon Pickett for Mark Smith. Not exactly sure what um, sparked that. I, I know Mark Smith hasn't shot the ball as well um, as he has in the past for them, but still, I mean, guy was averaging over 10 points a game, seemed to be doing okay, and obviously Missouri was having success. But anyway, number four, Javon Pickett is the third guard that they will start. He's number four, 6'5", 220-pound junior. Super strong physical wing um, that is that is much more of a driver than a shooter. He's just 6 for 19 from deep, but he's shooting almost 52% from the field. So he's obviously excellent from two-point range. Um, so we, we want to close out short to him, and we're guarding against the right-hand drives. He really wants to drive it right. Um, he wants to get you in those closeout situations, not because he wants to shoot it, but because he wants to drive it by you. So you have to be really disciplined when you're closing out to number four picket that you're chopping your feet, you're closing out a few steps short, still with your hands up to, to deter the shot and try to be there to contest that that obvious catch and shoot if he does put it up. But he's really wanting to drive it, and you can't let him drive by you on a bad or lazy closeout. So we're closing out short, make him shoot it from deep, um, and, and just stay between him and the basket and, and be ready to be physical as he drives it at you because he is going to come into your chest and try to get to the rim. Um, also, be ready for him to fly in. Um, on the offensive glass, he's averaging about an offensive rebound per game, and he uses his strength and physicality to get in there and mix it up for some loose balls. So just box him out. Um, even if he's out there on the perimeter, be ready for him to fly in and close out short, take away the right-hand drives on him. Then we got number 24, Kobe Brown. He's 6'7", 240-pound sophomore. Um, he's another guy that is physical. He's, like I said, 6'7", 240 pounds. He's a big dude. Um, excellent offensive rebounder, more of a driver than a shooter. He is willing. Um, he's eight for 33 from deep, but definitely better as a right-hand driver, better as a, as a cutter or slasher off the ball. Gets gets several of his points um, off of offensive rebounds. He's just averaging 6.6 .6 points, but 6.2 rebounds, and, and two of those are offensive per game. Uh, so we gotta got to do a good job of boxing him out, being physical as he crashes in there from the perimeter. If he does catch it around the basket, he'll try to score with his right hand over his left shoulder. But he's more of a face-up guy um, looking to looking to drive it at you and, and finish at the rim in that way. Then rounding out their starting lineup, you have number 23, Jeremiah Tillman. Already talked about him a decent amount. Um, he's a 6'10", 260-pound senior. Um, just, a, just a big physical dude um, playing, playing at a really high level right now. On the block, like I said, in those last seven games, he's averaging something like 17 points and 11 rebounds um, on over 70% shooting. So you know, he, he's certainly a contender for an all-SEC selection at this point, averaging 13.9 points overall, 8.1 rebounds, um, getting 3.2 offensive rebounds per game. His posts up really, really hard. Like I talked about earlier, they will set a lot of cross-screening. 
um, action for him to, to catch it on the block. You just got to stay attached to him, be physical, getting through those screens, do your work early to try to get him off of the block. Um, his percentages, though they are so high, 60, 66% on the season, but they will go down some the further you can get him off the block. Um, so you, you need to fight around about three quarters in front, make it really hard for him to catch the ball initially. Hopefully he has to come out a little bit further to start his moves. Definitely right hand, left shoulder. Uh, he'll, he'll make some moves to the middle of the floor, or you know he'll, he'll start going to his left. But he really likes to he, he likes to kind of show you the ball and then step through back to finish with his right hand, or he'll spin back to that left shoulder to finish with his right hand. So just be physical on his left shoulder, make him score it back into you with his right, take away those initial drop steps just like we do with anybody. Um, and then when he catches the ball, we need to be really aggressive, trying to dig the ball out of the post um, and, and make him give it up. I don't necessarily think that we want to start the game by doubling the post. I think we can, and I would I would like, honestly, to, to see that aggressiveness from Kentucky and Coach Calipari. In terms of a game plan, I, 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 I personally wouldn't start with doubling the post just to um, see what we can do with with this digging it and giving a lot of help. Um, but but we'll see what um, see what we do when we come out tonight. Um, but when, when we're trying to dig the ball out of the post, you know, we, we, we don't want to come off of um, number one, Xavier Simpson, or number 12, Drew Smith, as much. Now, when you're digging as opposed to doubling – you know, even even when you're guarding a shooter, you, you can be in an athletic stance, of, especially if if they're further from the ball. Uh, you, you can you can get in there and and you're just faking both ways. You're you're taking a couple steps to him like you're going to double, but then you're recovering your man. You're you're going in there and swiping at the ball once or twice, but then you're getting back to your man. You're not staying too long, but you don't want to make him comfortable and allow him to dribble the ball three, four, five times into his move because he's just too big and strong, and he's going to score it at that point if you let him dribble the ball um, too much. So you got to make him give it up within those first, preferably two, maybe three dribbles. But we don't necessarily want to go all the way and double. If you do end up being in there and doubling, then try to take it off of him. You, know, you, you either want a turnover or a foul anytime you go to double somebody. So be aggressive, get in there, try to make him give it up, or, or more importantly, pick it up by, by stunting at him, faking like you're going to double, digging the ball out of the post, swiping at it a little bit, and then get back to your man. But, you know, especially if you're guarding number four, Pickett, if you're guarding number 24, Brown, um, if you're guarding any of these other guys that will come off the bench that we'll mention quickly, um, you, you can be really aggressive trying to dig the ball out of the post. It's going to take a team effort. You know, we, we want two or three guys anytime that, that Tillman has the ball on the block. We want you stunning, faking at him to try to make him uncomfortable and not spend too much time dribbling the ball and being able to make post moves. Um, when the shot goes up, he's super physical. He's going to push you in the back. He's going to go try to offensive rebound. Like I said, he's 3.2 offensive rebounds per game. Really good at getting his own miss. Um, so we, we just got to be ready for a physical game. We got to throw some different guys at him. Be ready to help when he gets the ball. Make him pick it up. Don't let him get into his move for too long. Again, right hand and left shoulder. And the post foul, if you're beat, he's not a good free throw shooter. Shooting 50% on 86 Attempts, um, so you know, fifty percent from the line, sixty-six percent from the field. So you, you do the math. You know, we we don't want to hack this guy and get into foul trouble because we want to be able to get, you know leave our guys that have the best chance to guard him in there. But but it, but but if you are beat, if you give up a quick drop step, if he gets around you, as opposed to letting him dunk it, foul him, he's probably only going to make one out of two, as opposed to getting easy two points on a layup. Just something to be aware of. Um, we're going to go ahead and mention. Um, 
what's now their sixth man, the guy who had started the first 13 games of the year, uh, which is number 13, Mark Smith. He is a 6'5", 220-pound senior guard. This guy is a shooter, um, more so than Pinson and Drew Smith, which both of those guys are good shooters, but they're probably um, just as aggressive, if not more so, off the dribble. They're not necessarily hunting threes like some of the good shooters we've played recently have been. Mark Smith is hunting threes. 71 of 109 shots this year have been threes, shooting just 32.4% from deep, but it's still what he wants to do. He's really aggressive trying to squeeze him off from deep, so you got to chase him off of all screening action, be tight on him at all times, take away the threes, tighten him as the ball comes towards you. We are not helping off of him. Um, you know, when you're guarding Pinson, if you're guarding Drew Smith, number 12, you can still stunt, fake it, Tillman when he has the ball, um, help on some drives a little bit, then recover to your man. Um, but when you're guarding Mark Smith, you're not helping at all. You're not digging the ball out of the post. You're not helping on drives. You're staying tight to your man, certainly tightening, tightening up as the ball comes towards you and taking away his three-point shots. He's averaging 10.4 points per game this year. He's not thinking about driving or not thinking about pa- passing when he drives it. He will drive it right once you take away those initial threes. Um, but just uh, when he does drive it, he he's going to kind of be barreling in there trying to trying to score. So just get your hands up. Don't bail him out by fouling because he's certainly a better free-throw shooter than he is a finisher, so just make him score it over you. But first and foremost, you're trying to take away the threes. Um, some other guys that they will run in there, um, number five, Mitchell Smith, just a backup forward, super long, uh, athletic. He's a willing shooter also, but we're he's a bad shooter, shooting under 20% from the year. So certainly helping off of him as much as we can. Number twenty or number two, Drew Bugs. he's – a transfer from Hawaii, graduate transfer. He's their backup point guard, absolute non-shooter. He's 0 for 9 from 3. He's really not even looking to score just 1.2 points, but is averaging over 2 assists per game. So he's driving to pass. Do not overhelp when he drives it. It's okay when he drives because he doesn't want to score. He's looking to pass. So get out, stay tight to your men, tighten up as the ball comes towards you. He's driving to pass, like I said, close out short non-shooter, number two, Drew Bugs. Then lastly, number 42, Parker Braun, another backup forward, more of a face-up guy. Uh, we, we do want to contest at least his jumpers. Don't need to guard him all the way out to three, th- the three-point line, at least to start the game, um, but we'll face up and try to drive it right or or score off of the, the little jumper um, in the post. So that's their personnel. Um, they, they have good guards. I mean, that, those... The three guys, Xavier Pinson, Drew Smith, and Mark Smith, those guys can all um, shoot the ball well, um, especially Drew Smith and Xavier Pinson are really good driving it as well. And then and then everything kind of goes through getting the ball into number 23, Jeremiah Tillman. Uh, so this is a game that's going to test Kentucky's physicality. Uh, Missouri is one of the oldest teams in the country, certainly one of the most experienced with a couple uh, redshirt seniors or graduate seniors, um, just some other – traditional four-year seniors, a couple of juniors in their rotation. So you know, they're older, physical, strong guys that, that have played a lot of college basketball and um, are, are finally seeing some success this year after being picked 10th preseason. Uh, you know, Coach Quanzo Martin's done a great job with these guys. As, as a, lot of, a lot of his teams are, they embody his toughness and uh, his hard-nosed nature. They'll compete super hard. And uh, Kentucky's going to be in for a test just in terms of how mentally tough we can be coming off of a week break, um, dealing with some coronavirus issues this week, 
having some time off, and then you know, most importantly, being five and ten. You know, how, how mentally tough are we going to be against one of the toughest teams in the conference? Um, not just from a from the mental side of things, but also toughest in terms of being pretty darn good, also. So this will be a real test for Kentucky, both mentally and physically, to see if if we're kind of throwing in the towel and we're just ready for the season to be over, or if we're going to continue to p- compete and get better down the stretch. So I'm really anxious to see how how things shake out tonight. But there you have it for the scouting report on the Missouri Tigers. Like I said, I'll have coverage throughout the day on my Twitter at bramseyksr, um, and then the scouting report will be up in written form on KentuckySportsRadio.com later this afternoon. I'll obviously tweet that out as well, so you can see some of the offense I was talking about a little more about the personnel, all that good stuff in video form. Um, so certainly follow me on Twitter. Um, tonight, also, something new that I'm going to plan on doing after the game is a little live reaction show on the Locker Room app. Um, so you can, if you just look up Locker Room app or the Locker Room app on your um, where, wherever you get your apps, whether that be the Google Play Store or the App Store on Apple or on the iPhone, um, you can just download the Locker Room app. My handle on there is bramsey underscore ksr. Um, so... Find me on there. I'll be in the, which forgive me, I'm not, I'm not well-versed in this yet. This is something I'm trying out. But I believe I'll be in the College Hoops room uh, tonight after the game, just talking about um, talking about the, the, the game against Missouri, some live reactions. I'll, it's a audio platform, so I'll have some opportunity to interact with, all, with everyone there. Um, so go find me on the locker room app, bramsey underscore KSR. And um, we'll talk about the game afterwards. So I think that's it for pregame on Missouri. Again, find me on Twitter at bramseyksr. Find me on locker room at bramsey underscore ksr. And um, we will look forward to the game tonight. So be sure to download the podcast and subscribe and go Cats.